Welcome to Spiritual Fertility. I am your host, Allison Buckland. I am a mother to a miracle and a highly intuitive and transformational teacher, coach, and healer. I believe that each of our life experiences shape us, providing valuable lessons from which we can transform, expand, and evolve in this lifetime. When we are armed with the right tools to bring about our own self-awareness and shine a light upon some of our most darkest experiences, we then begin to experience an awakening and rebirth, a reinvention of ourselves and the conscious awareness to take action and co-create the path ahead. Join me each week and listen in to hear my guests' impactful stories along with their empowering tools to ignite and inspire. I'm providing a supportive, fun, and collaborative space to collectively initiate and motivate change within you, spark your curiosity, and bring hope and inspiration to your own soul's path. I'm excited for you to join me and see what we can discover. Okay, welcome back to Spiritual Fertility. I am your host, Allison Bucklin, and today I have a beautiful, special guest with me. Before I introduce her to you, I want to share the intention that we have for this episode is to bring forth light and to bring forth love and to bring forth multifaceted energy and emotion and guidance to know that while we may have valleys in our journey that we can keep and continue moving forward and that this conversation is going to be of the highest love and light and my beautiful guest today is you're going to love her we connected gosh now before I was right around the pandemic start and another person that I connected with online via a app I don't even know if it's around anymore clubhouse and we were in this chat room together and Evelyn is her name and she has the same name as my daughter and uh, she has a role as a teacher and at the time I was changing careers so she's been a friend and a support and guidance for me and I love that we get to connect and this is one of the facets that now I get to connect with all these wonderful people so they can share their light with you so welcome to spiritual fertility Evelyn Shaw Corley I'd love for you to introduce yourself tell our listeners a little bit about what you're doing now and then we can get into what you were doing which led to what you're doing now but you are a speaker and you are a boss woman and you are <laughs> also someone who has birthed a business a school an online school you are an author and i can't wait for um, my listeners to get to hear from you thank you hey guys it is lovely to be here today thank you for the opportunity allison so i am evelyn shaw corley and i'm so excited to be here i am many many things at this point in my life i am the founder and ceo of thrive international academy which does three things we tutor we mentor and we homeschool We'll dive into this a little bit later, but I was one of those super, super sad teachers that was really struggling emotionally and mentally and physically in the public schools before I made a change. I have been an award-winning recipient for three years in a row for a multitude of 
awards and opportunities. I've been a keynote speaker and author, so many things. And it is truly an honor to be with you. So wonderful. And so let's go back a little bit to, because I've read and listened to your book, The Awakened Teacher. Um, Let's go back to share with our listeners what that was like for you and what kind of caused that awakening in you to step into really your purpose now and what you're doing now. Sure. So I have been in education for 18 years at this point. And 12 of those 18 were in a traditional public school setting. And I was finding over and over and over that the universe finds a way of knocking you down when you are not in the right path or in the right journey. You will inevitably learn your lesson. And I was really struggling and was unable to finish three of my 12 years in education. And that is due to a mental health disorder that I have. It's bipolar disorder. And I learned after trying time and time again that the public school classroom and those stressors were just not a good fit for me. My culminating experience in public school happened in 2018, 2019. I was teaching an eighth grade class, language arts, and over half of my eighth graders were reading on a second and third grade level, which was devastating in every regard. In that experience, trying to work with each and every student, I had this big aha light bulb moment that if I can work with each of these kiddos and each of these teens one-to-one, we can work some magic here we can make their lives completely different because learning to read literacy rate is everything this opens doors for you and even though i didn't return to public schools after 2018 2019 i decided holy smokes batman i can do this before i got a job at michael's with the picture frames and the flowers to just regroup i took to the land of facebook and started announcing to all the mamas and all of the land, I was Mrs. Evelyn Educates, and I was here to serve as your tutor and mentor. And in that time period, I fell in love with the world of homeschooling. I fell in love with the world of educational freedoms. And I fell in love with teaching online before it was cool. So come to find out um, our world came to a screeching halt as we all know and i was on the map prior to the pandemic which was devastating to us in so many ways however in teaching online prior to the pandemic we were on the map we were serving we grew over 500 percent in 2020 and now come to 2023 we are knocking it out of the park, serving students around the world who need something different, students who need to be seen, heard, and valued in that one-to-one and small group way. That's amazing. And so much of that I can really relate to because I work in a school. I know Mm -hmm. the stressors that are there. I know uh, how important the literacy is and 
how many students are behind and also just getting to know and knowing a little bit more about you. I know that your heart and your vision is for the education system overall and to really disrupt that and know that their changes have to be made. I mean, really in all of our systems, really? but focusing on the education system, there are things that students are not getting. Um, classrooms are overcrowded and there isn't that one-to-one -one time, but you found a niche and you used the gifts that you had and were took the you know, nudges. And the, of course, I agree with you. The universe does. It keeps giving you these clues. And then it's like, <laughs> bam. Okay. And you have to move forward. So I think that that's amazing. And we will definitely share more info on Thrive International and the different areas that you do cover, because I know you work with students internationally and can provide one-to-one -one support, not just with tutoring, but with other courses and schedules and things that kids need to build their confidence and their wellness and their overall being so that they can learn and grow and be the future leaders of this world. So definitely, I think that that is amazing work that you were you are doing, and we'll definitely share that with others. But going back, I do want to touch a little bit on your mental health journey and living with bipolar disorder because mental health, not only just in the school environment, but in our everyday lives, touches everyone. And okay. it does not discriminate. And so I know I have experience with mental health challenges. And so putting it out there and sharing how you live with bipolar disorder, tell us a little bit more about that because I know you're doing some speaking now. And I think it's great to share that with the listeners, you know, kind of what that journey has been like for you and how you've been able to inspire and work through life living with bipolar. Absolutely. So I want to back it up to 2005 when I was first diagnosed with bipolar disorder. And in that time, it was a different world. We were shunned and we would hide and you wouldn't want to share with anybody if you had something that was different. And even backing up to my emotional struggles as a child of the 80s and 90s, these were just not things that we talked about, even though the signs were manifesting and showing themselves from a very, very young age. But the years passed after my diagnosis and I was finding that I was struggling in relationships, friendship, boyfriend, girlfriend relationships and things like that. And as I really came into my own, I discovered that if I am open with and about my disorder, I feel like it gives a sense of grace. And if I vanish for a couple of months, meaning that I'm going through a treatment time period or meaning that my medications have been adjusted, I'm given grace. And in the times that I hid this, because I was so fearful of being judged, I had a harder time in relationships. So it was a friendship that I lost years ago that really opened my eyes. And I said, never again, I'm not hiding this anymore. And this has resulted in really being an inspiration for so many people who are in hiding because I have given 
a platform and an opportunity to show that you can, in fact, be successful. Success may look different for us. I can't do a traditional nine to five. It doesn't work with the sleep that I need and the kind of lifestyle that I need. But entrepreneurship and working very closely with my family and very closely with friends that know me super well, this lifestyle has been a game changer. And I have been able to be a productive, wonderful citizen in society, serving families in a way that's changed the lives for so many people and changed my life. So it's huge. And I think that when we open these conversations and when I do start speaking about it, which I have on multiple occasions, it just lessens the stigma and makes this a more comfortable topic, which was previously very uncomfortable. For sure. I, I can understand and empathize with, with that and agree with that because we do want to hide, right? When we we feel that... Um, shame or stigma because it's what we're taught right it's what we have been exposed to that this is bad or this makes me less of a person or i couldn't do that or but learning about ourselves and learning about our bodies and how we can function and sharing it i think it's just beautiful that you put that out there and i think it's going to be an inspiration for all who continue to hear the example that you're setting for others and especially for for kids because you mentioned Mm -hmm. that first i mean first and foremost now like more than ever mental health we're no longer in a global health pandemic we're in a mental health pandemic because it kids are affected and we might not have the words or the diagnosis for for it for each of them but they're affected in multiple ways so being an inspiration and sharing your journey and what you've gone through with having bipolar and living with bipolar and how you regulate that is is just wonderful so i think that's amazing thank you so much thank you so let's go into you've alluded to this and you've talked about it a couple times with manifesting and the universe so what role has spirituality played in your life i'm talking about um you know some of the inferences that you've made to spirituality but feel free to share too about your background and multifaceted faith and maybe what you were taught to believe versus kind of some of the nudges that you have awakened to believe and discover about uh, the universe and spirituality. Absolutely. So let's take it back. Let's go back. When I was a little girl, I was just, okay, so I came from a multi-faith family. Half of my family is Jewish and half of my family is Christian. And I never truly felt like I fit in either identity. And I knew that one side wasn't getting along with the other and the other side wasn't getting along with the other. And something was really amiss there. And so when I was a little girl, I came to the discovery that has just grown and grown and grown as I have aged and I'm middle aged now. (laughs) And I feel from the time I was a little girl that there are so many paths to source, to our creator, to the universe, to God. And 
However you join in this timeline of the story of faiths, which, which are chronological in history and super, super fascinating when you study them, I feel like the message keeps coming and whichever message speaks to you the most, whichever one you attach to is the right one for you. And my belief system has evolved over the years. And there was one day actually that I met with a medium Mm -hmm. And this medium connected me to my Jewish grandmother. And in that conversation, I was so torn. And I said, well, which faith is the right faith? I don't know what to do. And the response that I received is love. That love is the correct faith. And so I've taken that and just decided that in whatever that looks like for you, love is the faith of my choosing. And I applaud whatever faith you have and whatever path you take to get to God. Yeah, absolutely. And it's so true. I mean, when you can come back to love mm. and loving yourself first, I think. Yes. Loving yourself first and giving yourself permission to be loved and then you can kind of expand out and and love from there so that's fun i love the story you shared of connecting with your grandmother did any did do you have any connections to spirits or spirit guides or how have you played in the spiritual realm because you've mentioned source and manifesting and magic and so this yes. makes me really like giddy inside because I love talking about this and one of the reasons why I started this podcast so tell me about that so I am definitely still exploring all sure. of the things and the gifts and talents that I know that we all have I started reading Rhonda Byrne a few years ago who writes law of attraction books the secret all of those different books and that opened my eyes to creating our reality and to creating the positive the positive things that happen to us and for us so if we go through life in a glass is half full manner inevitably beautiful things are going to happen. So that is how I try to live my life. I am a magic manifester. And in that, I mean that cool stuff happens when I'm in the right headspace. And so through that, I've been able to win awards. I've been able to serve people around the world. And I don't know. I do feel a super connection with my grandmother and I I think I'm aligning with my gifts and I wish I had a better answer than this, but I would say that the secret has changed my life and I highly yeah. recommend Rhonda Byrne and any rabbit hole that you can go down. I definitely recommend it. And it's just the idea that God is within us and that we are creators and manifestors of our own lives and our own destinies. I think it's super interesting, but any kind of path you want to go down, I'm here for it. Yeah, I, me too. I Curiosity is definitely one of my core values. I know that for sure. So I think being aware 
to notice when things are coming up, especially if they keep coming up and you're like, why am I being drawn to that? Okay, let me follow that little breadcrumb. Okay, maybe that, and then your path just kind of evolves like that. And you talk about creating. I also like to think that we are co-creating because yeah. there's only there's only so much that's within our control and we have to move forward on our path. But there is this unseen force at work that uh, is kind of guiding us along the way. And I'm with you. I definitely become curious about different things in regards to spirituality, past lives and soul contracts and numerology and channeling and all of that fun stuff that um, we'll continue to talk about um, on the show as we move forward. And um, the point is really to open open your eyes and to Mm -hmm. understand that um, you have more power and control than you think. And, but it does start within, and it goes back to that love, what you were saying. So I love that. I love, I love, 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 love. <laughs> I, I love, love that you share love this. You. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is such a love fest and um, a positivity fest. I knew it was going to be when we got together, and there's a reason for that. I know that there's a reason that we were brought into each other's lives, and that we're here right now putting this out and. Uh, having the intention that the viewer and the listener, because this is on YouTube as well, is going to be able to feel that and have that come through um, is really quite magical. Have there any, have there been any tools in your journey that, that you have kept consistent in your life over all of these years that have come up that is really like your go-to to creating and manifesting and moving forward in your life what is a tool that you that you use that you might want to share with people who are listening today definitely so one thing that we touched on that is also a tool is self-love and i believe that when we love ourselves first and foremost that allows us to be our best selves for everyone around us sleep is so important. Good rest, good nutrition, lots of water. And podcasts are one of my rituals and routines. I think that we are a combination of who we surround ourselves with and what we nourish ourselves with, what we watch, what we listen to, all of those things would be a part of my taking care of myself and my routines and habits that I have to offer for you. Yeah, that's wonderful. So that that self-care really is so important because it'll then allow us to give to others and keep our cup full, even when it kind of dips down a little bit, because we all have those moments and those seasons that we go through. And it's first and foremost, I 100% agree with you, who we surround ourselves with. And um, I know that um, I love your love story. So in closing, just share a little bit about your love story um, and, you know, your your husband and and how that came about, because I think it's so sweet and fun. Thank you. I love telling my love story. So my husband and I have a very unconventional love story. We were dear friends growing up from the age of 14 onward, and we never lost touch. But the way that we fell in love is completely unique. We had both been in eight-year relationships during the same eight years. 
And one year we decided, and this was normal, to go on vacation together. It was supposed to be a group trip. I was supposed to have one of my boyfriends on the trip. It was supposed to be a big, big group. Well, it wound up being Alex, my husband, and me on this trip and nobody else. And to say that God was a part of this is an understatement. To say that the angels were there, it's just, I can't even describe to you. It felt like an instantaneous honeymoon. It felt like the moon and stars had aligned. And Alex and I, over the course of a week, after having known each other for 22 years, we're friends, we're boyfriend, girlfriend, and then we discussed life together, and then we got married all within the same week. And I know it sounds ludicrous, and I know it sounds nuts, but to say that it was divine timing and to say that when Alex explored and stated what life could be like together. I had never seen it. It was like opening my eyes for the first time and seeing this man before me who loved me and I didn't even know it. And we decided right then and there in Savannah, Georgia to make a life together. And that was six years ago. And it is, yes, it is the best darn decision I have ever made in my entire life. I didn't see it coming, but it was divine timing in every way. Oh, that is just a wonderful way to close out our conversation. I think it's so sweet and beautiful. And, you know, it goes back to just being open to being Mm -hmm. open. I mean, that was a moment where you were awakened and uh, you saw him for the first time almost mm-hmm. um i just love that story i didn't realize it was all in the same week wow yes, that's I, that's yeah <laughs> it's, but it's, it's shocking, but being open to the possibilities and just knowing that after 22 years and now it's you know it's been a hot minute but just being open to what is out there and knowing the deepest most important things that i needed to know you know, just knowing unconditional love, unconditional safety, unconditional friendship, all of those things, respect, those things that make a beautiful marriage is what really, really is our underlying foundations. Yeah. Sounds like you do have those core value similarities and um, and certainly that of love. So I have enjoyed this conversation with you. Um, before we go, um, I would love for you to share how um, anybody who's listening would get in contact with you, maybe the website for your school, and then the name of your book, if you would as well. Sure, sure. So the website for my school is workwiththrive.com. And the name of my book is The Awakened Teacher, Bold Truths and Bold Beauty, written by Evelyn Shaw Corley. Awesome. And I will be sure to include that in the notes for anybody who'd love to get in touch with you. I know you are active on Facebook and uh, are you on other and LinkedIn? Yeah, LinkedIn, Mm -hmm. of course. Those are my two biggies. I'm working on Instagram, trying threads, but Facebook and LinkedIn are my two big ones. 
Awesome. Awesome. We'll be sure to include those notes uh, for anybody who's listening. Well, thank you again for joining me on Spiritual Fertility. Please like and share and follow and subscribe and all of the things. Uh, send a review to uh, for the podcast wherever you listen are listening to this podcast because it will help us reach more people to share light and to bring light workers like Evelyn into the world to really help us all learn and grow and make this world a better place. I will talk to everybody soon. Thanks again, Evelyn. Thank you.